There is no phone ringing, damn it! What the hell are you talking about? You know what the hell she's talking about? Now, what in hell am I going to tell this boy Shaver's parents? That a substitute nurse assassinated him because she couldn't tell the doctors from the patients on the floor? My God! Okay. You let a woman beat ya. You little tiny nothing. Why did you move closer to me? Closer to Don't, you. Bob. Uh-uh. His name was Jeremiah Johnson. Norma Ray has been working since she was 16. And Jeff Goldblum is the psycho freak who's everywhere the action is. That's outrageous! You try one more goddamn stunt and I'll light up the fucking sky! I'd rather die running than be left here alone. Okay, but remember, serpentine! Absolutely. What a guy. You can fuck the lilies and the roses too. A decade under the influence. No rules, no limits. No wonder these filmmakers changed our world. Like Wayne's world with a gesture that wasn't in the movie. <laughs> you don't know that. We didn't see it every time, did we? Huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> the intro to video every time. I don't think we saw it every time. No, I just, I was like, I don't think Wayne's World is rated R. I don't, I don't know. But you can have it in a PG movie, I think. People can flip you the bird, right? I think so. Maybe There's a lot PG's of penis conversation that happens in, in Wayne's World. Yep. This man has no penis. Penis breath. Hi. E. And welcome to another episode of Decade Under the Influence. I'm letting the dinner settle and I have nothing to say. This is a Valentine's Day dinner. That it, was very delicious. Yes, this is a special Valentine's Day special edition of A Decade <laughs> Under the Influence podcast. So we're watching uh, a, a love story about fighting fascist Nazis called um, Wizards. Wizards. And guess who picked this fucking movie? Hi, I'm the new guest. Yeah! It's my <laughs> nephew. It's my sister's kid. Thank you for having me, everyone. Super He's excited. so into our podcast that he wanted to be on it, but he only now just subscribed on Spotify. 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 No, it's good to say it wrong. <laughs> it's like an old man. It's the Spotify, right? Spotify. <laughs> yeah, on the Spotify's. Because he hates Neil Young. <laughs> yeah. I hate him. Oh. Him and that Marlena Dietrich or whoever also left with Neil Young. I, at least once a week, especially at work, I sing along to a Neil Young song called Albuquerque. And if I couldn't do that, life would be a lot less tolerable. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know Albuquerque. It's we used to play it. Uh, you know, it's something that you. It makes me think of being on the road. And you'd be on the road and you'd listen to it. It's like, especially driving through Albuquerque, we played Albuquerque. <laughs> Woo! Man, and he sings it really weird. He's like Albuquerque. <laughs> so Neil Young's the shit. Um, are you ready to get into this? Do you have anything that you would like to say? I don't think I have anything in particular. I have known uh, our guest since he was a little baby. And what was interesting about when he was born is he had a fucking full head of hair. Oh, that's funny. Big full head tuft of hair. Tell us about it. It was pretty metal. It was pretty metal. <laughs> no, it was more <laughs> like just like, ah, it was like Kramer hair or something coming out the womb. First haircut, I believe, was at two weeks. Wow. Yeah. You had Whoa. a lot of hair and a bewildered expression on your face. Your baby pictures are awesome. 
Should we drop my mother's phone number in the link? So yes! They can, <laughs> so they can ask. Yeah, ask. We're dropping uh, your mom's My sister, phone. Gina, I have four sisters, and the one closest to age uh, to me is Gina. And this is uh, not firstborn, lastborn. Lastborn. Unless they're going to have another one that we don't know about. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who is telling me that someone just had a kid at 60, and is that real? Someone no. said Daryl Hannah had a kid at 60. No. I, is it real? I just heard it from two different people. No. Yeah, but you're not 100% see. You, oh, you're not grabbing your no, phone. I'm not you're grabbing, grabbing my phone. Headphones. I'm watching you peek out, and I'm. Uh... Oh, you're fine. Well, I moved it close. I'm not normally sitting here. I know, and you're leaning in, too. But we're not going to waste any more time. Let's get to it. Let's I'm just watching these. Get... This is Ralph Bakachi's, uh, like family film, and like. In the DVD menu where it's just playing little bits, it is just showing these cartoon cleavage. It's PG as opposed to Fritz the Cat that was X and like Heavy Traffic that was X and like Hey Good Looking that was R. This was supposed to be his family film. <laughs> and although it doesn't show nudity, it's constantly showing like, you know, I think I always think the animators love to draw like large titties and this movie's <laughs> no exception. And there's like a phallic thing here too. No, well, you think that was phallic? It's just funny that this is his family, and it's like a billion swastikas in this movie. Yeah. Because, uh, well, we'll get into it. Because the bad guys. Yeah, they're the bad guys, and he's fighting uh, technology. I have a bunch of nice Ralph Bakshi quotes in here that I got from the commentary, which was very tasty. And we're watching a fancy Blu-ray? We're not watching my laser disc. This is a fancy Blu-ray. It looks really pretty. Definitely looks too good, because you can see a lot of, like... The smudge fingerprints on the things, but it looks really good. <laughs> but let's do it. You All ready? Right. We're going live. I'm going to count us in here in a second. We're at the the play screen, um, or the title screen, I guess. And I'm going to hit play in three, two, one, play. I think I got it. And don't forget to hit subtitles. I'm going to hit subtitles. I always have to remember where the fuck subtitles is on this thing. Uh, and I think there's sound. Okay, okay. Hey! I'm doing great. I'm doing alright. Don't forget, Julian, if you hear any gaps, that's where you need to speak up. Yeah. We're going to, like, <laughs> Tell su- us a quick support story each other. Happens. <laughs> it's just normal rules. Will do. Yeah. Right, there's a gap right there. No one's saying anything. Yeah, try to f- you. fill these gaps. You. I, I very was... much there's like the typography to... of everything. <laughs> you what now? There's nothing to comment on. I mean, except for it's got like the computer phone. No, but just if someone's <laughs> listening to a podcast, I as a listener, I hate it when it's just like something's wrong. My Thank phone. Thank you for my... voicing the people's uh, concern. My... We really appreciate. <laughs> my phone died. Well, I mean, it's not just the people's uh... concern. It's like. I, I've, I can't think of the word right now. As you get old, words are just like things that you're reaching for a lot, and you just, sometimes <laughs> you never get them. I was like but thinking with of, ours, you can like, hear the, the show in the We background. literally just talked about how we don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah we don't want to do that. Because if somebody is actually like do, doing uh, follow along with us, they'll hear it. Okay, my question to you is, who is this narrator? And you can talk while they're listening to try to figure out who the narrator is. I don't know. Who is it? I love their yeah, voice. I, don't know. Uh, I would say it would be my uh, part of my ideology as a podcaster to make sure that there are, are less gaps. The least is amount there of gaps. 
Uh, is this the... Look, if you can't handle it, the little sheep get out of the kitchen. No, listen to the narrator. We love this woman. This is Susan Tyrell. Oh, this is Susan Tyrell. Yeah, yeah. but you, but neither of you got it. And we've been watching a lot. So the reason that they're like, oh, it's okay to have gaps and it's okay to not do research and be ready to do a podcast. We've watched so many Susan Tyrell movies. Susan Tyrell's the best. And you didn't even know, knees. but that's okay. We just... We strive to be better, and we're going to be she's better. She's talking really mellow. Most of her characters are yelling. <laughs> or drunk. That's a good point. Drunk or in yelling. Susan Tyrell likes to tell you about what you're doing wrong in the bar, which I always really appreciate. Yeah. Uh, who is the narrator? You got that, Ralph Bakshi wanted, Bakshi wanted a woman narrator and was uh, thought Susan Tyrell was absolutely amazing. Susan Tyrell wanted to be. She is. Susan Tyrell wanted to be uncredited. She asked him not to put her name on the screen because she was embarrassed to do animation. She later told him that she wished she had let him, because she got most of her narration work because of wizards. <laughs> so it's funny. I think there was another movie we watched that now I can't remember where it was like. Somebody was like, "Don't put my name on there," and they also felt bad. Remember? <laughs> I do. But I don't remember, I don't what, remember it was. what it was. Every time I think of something like amazing that's come out, it's always been the fucking drummer for Soundgarden singing "Puberty and Love." I'm thinking that um, drummer. <laughs> I'm thinking it was something to do with "Man in the Glass Booth," but it was something with a person like, oh, I think it was Robert Shaw, the guy from Jaws. I think it was something that he did or didn't want in the film or credited, and then he was like, "I was a fucking idiot." You know, it was funny. <laughs> You know, he was like, I stand firm, I put my foot down. And as soon as he see, saw the film. Oh, my so if you listen to our Man in the Glass Booth podcast, you can hear us remember what we're not remembering now. <laughs> I'm surprised his arms work with how they're made. Maybe that's his ultimate magic trick. One of the things that it mentioned in Wikipedia for Ralph Bakshi is that he is a Jewish socialist. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, now, this says 1977 on IMDb, but on this thing it'll say 1976, and on the Laserdisc uh, box it says 1976. I think it was released in 77. It said it came out a couple of weeks before Star Wars. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to wait to ask you another question Whoa. later. Oh, he turned himself into a snake? I have two questions for you during this movie, and okay. you, you failed question number one. Yeah, fuck off. But that's okay. Yeah, fine, good, but we'll see if you fail question number two. Okay. If you fail question number two. Don't worry. What there's, happens? There's no pressure. There's pressure. He looks pretty cool there. There's a lot of pressure, folks. Next this week, it'll be me and two <laughs> awesomely gay film historians who won't give me the time of day. Because to me, I'm like shit on their shoe. You're just a fanboy. I listen to a lot of old movies with really cool commentaries by fabulous gay film historians. And I want them on at least one of our shows. Yeah. Sitting here talking about the decor or something. Just beautiful. Uh, Ralph Bakashi is a gritty New York guy. He wrote, directed, and produced this. He did Cool World, 1992, Fire and Ice, 83, uh, which was also PG. Hey, Good oh, Looking, cool 82. World. Yeah, there were lots of problems with that, and we'll yeah. get to that later. Um, t Tony Basil, 
Hey, Mickey, you're yeah. so fine. She did the choreography for Cool World. But one of the things about... Um, this is his family video? Hey, good looking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love it. But it is compared to what he had done before, I think so. Come if get you, a little sugar. If you... Uh, oh, I was going to say, Hey, good looking came out in 82, but I put a little star next to it because we can podcast it. Because they didn't want to release it, because the movie, I think, Coonskin hadn't done very well. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But anyway, it sat on the shelf for like five years and didn't get like finished and released till 82. Whoa. So it's still like the film he did after this. So there's a loophole in the law, and we can do Hey, Good Looking. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lord of the Rings, he did 1978. Coonskin, 1974. Heavy Traffic, 1973, that's X, and Fritz the Cat, uh, 70, and that's also X. Uh, Bakshi did about half of the late 60s Spider-Man cartoon. That's how we learned about animation. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web anytime. Catches these just by nine. Whatever. Look out. <laughs> uh, a total comic book nerd, really into Frank Vac- Frank um, Frank Fazetti. Became friends with Frank Fazetti. Whoa! Uh, was obsessed with comic books as a kid. Uh, used to, he would fake being sick so his mother would buy him a comic book. He a lot. Really into wizards and D&D and... So I wait, feel like this whole movie is a jack-off to D&D fans. Qu- one more time. This is his kids' film about the genocide against the fucking... Love it, love it. Yes, people. and that's just beautiful. <laughs> Agreed. These horse ostrich things that they're riding are like... Like meatballs. I don't, I don't know that they're going to work. Uh, Mike Plug is one of the main animators in here, also a comic book illustrator. Uh, Ralph hired a lot of his friends. He did the Black Cauldron, the Dick <coughs> cartoon. Oh, he did the oh, Black Cauldron. That's one of my um, Marvel in the 70s. Ian Miller will do a lot of these like castles. You'll see this intricate like MC Escher. I did a hand gesture that none of you will ever see. <laughs> Just know that uh, uh, as much as you would love this podcast, you would love it so much more if you could see our amazing hand gestures. Maybe one day we'll do a just hand gestures video from this. <laughs> yeah, and then you can like just think of that. You can gestures. close your eyes and think of that when you're listening to the podcast. Uh, Ian Miller was another person that he idolized. He was born in 1946. He's still alive. Ralph uh, flew him in from England to do the castle. Intricate uh, book covers for David. And he did uh, books for... Um, Oh, David J. I don't know who that is, but he also did book covers for H.P. Lovecraft. I like these guys. Avatar. Weehawk. Weehawken, which is also like, what is it, a city in New Jersey or something? <laughs> it is, yeah. It's also this punk band, also from Wheaton, that I used to play with a lot that we didn't like because they weren't very punk. Oh, oh. They did Jane's oh. Addiction covers. Oh, he got on his ass like immediately. I just, I can't believe how hard it is to stop you from talking. Oh, I'm gonna have to start telling stories about your mom and childhood. (laughs) 
Dude, he took a nosedive off He's that like always cliff. about to say something. Let Julian say something. This has got to be one of my favorite soundtracks. And tonight I love I'm going to put it on. Julian did his research and watched this film last night. Thank I you did. so much. And oh. it was his idea. Uh, we went through movies that he was interested in. And so we're here doing this. It was on our list anyway. But very happy to be here with you. Thank you very much. Who does the, the soundtrack to this? Say it again. Who does the soundtrack to this? I was looking 70s people. Yeah, 70s people. <laughs> oh. Well, I guess I'm walking now. His piece, and he's going to get reprogrammed. Mm-hmm. Now, there's going to be spoiler alerts. We are You are well with, with inside the spoiler zone, excuse me. Should have said something. Spoiler zone. We should say something on like the beginning of like any time you listen to our podcast or read anything written by us about our podcast. It's we should wait until spoiler. we yeah. dropped one major spoiler first, and yeah. then always tell people. Oh, oh yeah, the movie <laughs> where she shoots herself at the end. Thank you so much. It has to be mentioned in every podcast. I will never live this down. This is the fastest yeah. funeral I have ever seen. Oh, good job. He's thinking about it, too. He's like, I want to get to this Ian Miller stuff because it is amazing. <laughs> whoa, whoa. This is how I, I picture my uh, D&D character when I played in the 70s with some Rush cassettes and a two-liter <laughs> bottle of Mountain Dew. He just looks like Marvin the Martian's cousin. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Is that a penis? Yeah. I don't know. Whoa! Oh, it's a Jeff Bezos rocket, ready to go. <laughs> it's topical. <laughs> Where's the Avatar? There he is. Smoking a cigar. Okay, when you hear Avatar's voice, um, here's I just thought of a new question for you. Who do you think that uh, Ralph Bakshi based his character on? It was an actor that he idolized. I feel like as soon as you hear his voice. George Burns. Close, but no. Oh, it's not. Listen to more. <laughs> oh, she just did the metal. I didn't even notice those birds, and I just watched the movie. Oh. I think Ashes is going to have it. Oh, it's that? Yes. Oh, what's his name, though? Peter Falk. Oh, you weren't thinking Peter Oh, Falk. I wasn't thinking Peter Boo, Falk. Boo, see, I, I believe in you, and I've... I've okay. I was thinking it was the guy who the, the... the Look, this is a family film, and I'm watching this family film, and I'm just thinking titties. <laughs> Check out this this fairy I mean, lady's rocking titties. <laughs> <laughs> the strip of cloth over the very, very... But it never gets removed, but it's, so he's like, it's still a bra, still PG. But I can only think of titties right now. <laughs> and her nipples are just always rock hard. What's well, yep. cold in that room? <laughs> well, there was the, the South Park thing where they were making fun of the movie Heavy Metal and they were laughing, being like, that's Penny one inhaling of... cat piss? I don't know about any of that. <laughs> yeah, but... Kenny inhales cat piss. So they it was just male like... cats in the town of South Park because they get high and go on heavy metal journeys. <laughs> no, 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 the movie Heavy Metal. Yeah, South Park. 
Yeah, they were making fun of the movie Heavy Metal. Because they would go to Heavy Metal World because they were... Okay, fine. I was just saying that they thought that the movie Heavy Metal is like the animators just love drawing boobies. Hmm. Oh, that was a big part of it, yeah. It was just really (laughs) funny. And there was like a thing where it was like, well, don't worry about any of that. Check out my wife's rocking titties. (laughs) It was just these young animators that really want... A lot of the animators on here were old. It's funny, at the end of the, the, the commentary... The director kind of gets sad because he's like, a lot of these people are, 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 are gone. And he, like um, uh, John Waters, you know, a lot of the people that do the voices would do the voices on all of these. And a lot of the people that animated, animated on all of his films. And they were all kind of very anti-Disney. <laughs> he worked with Don Bluth, who eventually was like one of the people to kind of take on Disney. Oh, that's cool. You know, like Rockadoodle or any of the other uh, American Tale. I think it was Don Bluth. Hmm. And it was like the only real serious. I loved Don Bluth movies. Yeah. Did you say loved past tense? Yeah, because he's dead to me now. What happened? <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid. You know, it's just that thing from that Saturday Night Live episode where he's on the fucking Barry Gibb talk show and he's like. I used to love the Bee Gees. And he was like, what do you mean, loved the Bee Gees? Because <laughs> <laughs> they were still Bee Geeing. Oh. The... This is my favorite scene. Oh, good, because uh, the other one is voiced by Ralph Bakshi, And he does voices in every um, one of his movies, and they all sound exactly like him. Do they ever say what these creatures are called? Pig? Green pig they helmets? Well, yeah. That. That's the director, and like he sounds exactly like that in his commentary. He's not doing a voice, and he still sounds like that. Uh, the president was wearing a mask because he is two-faced. These are quotes. A politician and all politicians are fakes and frauds. And they wear masks because they don't want to show you their true face or real agenda. Hmm. Uh, Bob Holt did the voice for Avatar. See, that's why I don't go into a lot of the voices because they're just in all of Ralph Bakshi's films. But some of them I do focus on. Fucking right he did. I will say that this is probably my favorite voiceover work after watching this. Yeah, and like we really have slowly been going through almost all of the Susan Tyrell films. We did, I've never promised you a rose garden, but there was a technical issue. And oh my God, I've been watching, um, because I'm a Patreon member of Mission Log, so listening to their unedited stuff. Mm -hmm. And they do like first recording and second recording. So I think they do like a secondary in case something goes wrong. Mm. Because I never believed you that other big podcasts <laughs> would have technical... You thought tech- that was bullshit? I just thought you were doing something wrong. You, you pressed the yellow button when you should have pressed the orange button twice. Back, back, twist. Back, 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 twist. <laughs> you, you back, back, toggle switch down when you should have back, back, toggle switch all the way to the right. Yeah, killed the president. I like that he gets reprogrammed. It's crazy. Like, did you like the president? That's her father. I failed you, my wizard. I failed you, my president. 
I mean, you that's know, her father, but yeah, yeah Eleanor's the president father. was a yeah, a politician. We ran into this guy once at a party, and his face looked like tell us he'd been attacked by this lady because his face just had these long scratch marks down his down his face. They were just like deep this. claw marks. This is all the guy. What was his name? Ian Miller. Do you remember that? Do you remember why? Yeah, because he threw a guy down the stairs because he was being a piece of shit. And, but uh, all of this stuff is used and constantly used. And he said it took forever well, for I guy bet. to just make these things. And, the... and they're not animated at all. No. I love it. <laughs> they're just drawings. Oh, I do too. But that's a lot of animation. There's some stuff where you see like smoke in the background and there's a lot of rotoscope. And we'll get into that. Here we go. Oh. And... Um, yeah, he was First like, this was like dry them. ice. This stuff in the background. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I, I dig this rotoscope stuff in the background there where they bring in... Yeah. I mean, what they do a lot with the the armies later on is really cool. Oh, it's brilliant. Very cool. good. Um, he says, with the ancient pieces, he built a new war machine. I'm a little bit ahead, but back she said... Um, the thing is, always he's always afraid of technology because artists and people should have to learn to work instinctively and use portions of their brain which are magical. If you really try to explain who we are and why we think and remember, you really can't come up with an answer. You have to be very careful with technology because in the end result, all they do is get used for war efficiently, and people lose their magical abilities. Oh! And he was saying that that's one of the the main like parts of the, our ideas in the film. The main takeaways. Yeah, is that like? But they he's saying that they unearthed these things, and he thought that it was like ancient religions, and it was just you know fashion. And he did that on purpose to represent. You throw in the Star of David on there? Yeah, the... the... Hey, 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 come on, Larry Potter. Get up. Black Wolf's calling. Black Wolf calling. These are my favorite voices to do. Yeah. Especially walking on the street. <laughs> and did they already say that this is... This is... Oh, I don't think we should... Uh, oh. <laughs> That's I good. That's really pretty. And good. I like it because that's the uh, that's the director. Is it? <laughs> yeah. The one doing the duh. I don't want to hurt anyone anymore. <laughs> so yeah, they get it all wrong. Steps and on uh, his fucking the director face. was saying of of Scorch, this is all in Scorch, that this is what Nazis do if they're not watched. Uh, Bakshi was born in Haifa. How would you say this word? H a i f a. The British Mandate of Palestine, now Israel. Interesting. Haifa. Probably Haifa. But it's just, it's just like, it seems like there's a lot to unpack there. The British Mandate of Palestine, now Israel. He grew up in Brooklyn. Uh, you're going to see a lot of Nazi newsreel footage that was real. Yeah. And he also took, maybe stole things from Triumph of the Will. <laughs> Uh, Brenda Banks is someone, uh, 1948 to 2020, who had never animated before, and um, back she liked her drawings and gave her a job as an animator, and she animated all the goblins here. Uh, she died in 2020 on your birthday. 
Whoa. December 30th, 2020. She ended up doing animation for King of the Hill, The Simpsons, Tiny Toons, Bill and Ted, the cartoon, <laughs> uh, and the Jetsons movie. A ton of shit. I thought it was interesting that like he hired her and she did Wait, so there much was animation. A Jetsons movie? Yeah. In the 80s, I think. No fucking clue. But it's weird that she died on your birthday. Where did uh, actually live during this movie? 19... New York. I mean, you listened to him. I worked with a guy at Pizza Hut in the 90s, and I had only heard of Fritz the Cat, and he was like, he was one of the animators um, that worked with Bakshi. He was the also pizza guy? The guy I worked with, that, his name was Jeff. I can't remember his last name. It was so long ago, in the early 90s, when I lived in Florida. And he was also a, beat, a pro wrestler beat-up guy. <laughs> he was a heel? I was like, yeah, he would like fight Hulk Hogan and all that. And I was like, what was your name? He was like, I was just a beat-up guy. <laughs> he was one of those like beat-up guys. But he turned me on to all of the more uh, harder-to-find cult Bakshi movies. And it's funny, the way he talked is exactly the way that Bakshi talks. And it's just mm. like Brooklyn and New York to the max. Bakshi in 76, or Bakshi doing the commentary, which sounds like Lou Ferrigno? I thought it sounds the same. You thought it's the commentary sounds... I thought oh, 100%. it sounds exactly the same. I don't know. He figured it out. Oh. Yes. Another quote from Bakshi says, Unless democracies keep their eyes open, fascism is always ready to come back. In any generation, uh, the dictatorships rise when democracies get weak. Boy, howdy, is that true. (laughs) So it was nice that just, like, him now is still firm. He's total anti-fascist. So a million years pass, and this film is still available? They found this, they dug it out of a vault somewhere? Yeah, I don't know, but he yeah. found it and used it. Yeah, this is Hitler gets a credit on this when you're going through the credits. Really? You're no like way. Hitler. <laughs> like yeah, because he, he took the footage. It's the sound and the fury. I What's think it? some of it was um, public doni- public domain, but Triumph of the Will is Lenny Riefenstahl, right? Mm-hmm. And he didn't get permission, but he's yeah. No one even asked Lenny Riefenstahl shit. Yeah, I guess yeah. People use their film because anybody can. It's not actual public domain, but like... Come and get it. Yeah, come at me, bro. <laughs> I want to know the backstory of where they found this footage. Right? They're just digging up. He didn't go into it. He acted like it was just there, but like... I guess. Well, maybe, maybe they dug it from hell, because uh, Black Wolf... It was also something from a Russian movie. When, when we were getting ready to go, I was like curious about it, and I wrote it down, but... Now I can't find it. Oh... Serge, Serge Eisen, Eisenstein, a Russian film. Some of it was from that. Oh, more stuff that Brenda Banks worked on was Charlie Brown, The Smurfs, Daffy Duck, Heathcliff, and Plastic Man. Plastic Man? I love Heathcliff. Definitely Smurf vibes in this. <laughs> yeah, like a way more put together Smurf village. Yes. Not we're just all. Uh, there was something I don't know if we've <laughs> gotten Nazis. there yet, but you'll <laughs> you'll see a daughter and child, and that's um, Ralph Bakshi's wife Elaine. That's why uh, they're fine living next to. And their daughter, um, shit, man. And their daughter Victoria. 
Future Nazis. And um, his wife then is still his wife now. They're both still alive. Oh, wow. P-Whittle? But again, with the swastikas and stuff, it's just so bonk-bonk on the head. I guess he tried to do... I love this. It's like a little pot thing, but there's also, like, titties on it. (laughs) It's like Jabba the Hutt with boobs or something. (laughs) And it's even, like, the arms behind the back of the head. Like, you you want to get high? (laughs) It's just fucking funny. And he's being like, yeah... I mean, but you yell it, we're going to do great. And, of course, they get fucking slaughtered. Right? Well, this is also, like, the, 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 the like parallel to the First and Second War, right? Like, mm. oh, we'll, we'll match up and fight each other. Looks like, like Yeah, we're just going to roll over the fucking top of you. We got tanks now! <laughs> Ugh. Or vultures as well. It's about to either be something really yes. kick-ass on screen, or... Uh... Avatar was based on Ralph's love for Peter Falk. Oh, and how tired Ralph was. Um, he was, like, as an animator, he was just always working and super tired. So it was, like, uh, the guy... You listen to commentaries, and you hear the, the, the people who are doing the commentary answering questions all the time. But you never hear the questions. Oh. And so sometimes he'll be like... Was Avatar based on me? And he was like, no, he said it was Peter Falk and also um, how tired he was. Because he says Avatar is a very tired wizard. (laughs) Does it say anything about Black Wolf? Where did that name come from? I don't know, but it's just supposed to, you know, Um, represent. I think it's a Nazi name. Probably. Is it? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. What is Black Wolf in German? Uh, I don't remember Wolf. Wolf. <laughs> I think Black it might is, it might be really Wolf might be a German word already. Black is Schwarz. So well, Wolf is twelve. So mm-hmm. I can count from one to twelve <laughs> in German, so I know that. Almost got mm. cut off. If it was 13, I went to... So this is all rotoscoping. Zweisen? Rotoscoping was started by Max Flesher, I think, in the 30s, but um, Bakshi is famous for doing it, especially if you watch Lord of the Rings. There's a ton of it. Rotoscoping is an anima- animation Oof. technique that animators use to trace over motion picture footage frame by frame to provide realistic action. I just think it, looks, it ends up looking trippy and shit. Yeah, See? Ooh, the broken sword and the, oh, and the titty job of the hut oh. pipe and all the blood. Oh, I was saying he um, he would he brought this to like some German film festival or something and they were like upset at all the swastikas. I was like, but why did you have to choose that? And he was like, are you kidding? It was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> like, I'm representing evil and I'm using all this. And, like, I'm bonking think, you on the head. Are you kidding? <laughs> Brain reading. Cool it down. I got it. Cool it down. Wizard with the stethoscope. Also, Peter Falk, really? Yeah. You love Peter Falk. We love Peter I mean, Falk. I love Peter the Falk. The in-laws. With the mosquitoes that take away your babies or something. <laughs> or flies that take away. What do you mean? 
Your fan <laughs> just started beating off. <laughs> yeah. Dicka, dicka, there. Dicka, dicka. You would like that. <laughs> Good. Wait, see, oh, I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. I can't do it. Ow! What? I used to go to full movie theaters with ashes, and I would do this, and I'd be like, "Who's beating off? Hey, stop beating off!" And then everyone's like, "Yeah." He would get kicked out, and I'd be like, "Ha ha!" <laughs> if you get back in, come back with popcorn. <laughs> this is the scene I saw when I heard about this movie to put it on my list. Oh right, <laughs> so it should be on my list. Why don't you sit there for a few hours yeah. and? Uh... <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that he called him peace. Yeah, he's on the cover. Because he was like what Nexus nine four seventy six or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Okay. We said peace was the original Terminator. Oh yeah. Kind of. Whoa, self-pouring wine? Oh, what's that self-pouring? It's magic. He's doing the work. <laughs> Magically. Put in tension. She's got to be kidding. He has massive feet. Oh. Um, yeah, cartoon. That's why that fairy lady is interested in him. Tokens, daughter. I don't. They You're don't. wicked old, but they're you just, got feet that are just like half the size of your body. Tokens, daughter. Um, J.R.R. Tolkien's daughter loved wizards and gave him the green light to make Lord of the Rings. When hmm. a lot of people My uh, question is, had wanted to and hadn't, but she was a fan of this film. Yes? I haven't seen Lord of the Rings in a long time. I think I watched it in sixth grade. No, but so, the animated version, you seen that? That's what I'm saying. Does the animated version have nipples? No. No, okay, I didn't think so, because I think I saw it in sixth grade and they wouldn't have done that. It's good. It is good. It's what's really weird about it is I think he was going to make two because it ends right in the middle of the two towers. <laughs> like, it just bleh. Yeah. Also, like, in in the book and stuff, there's not there's not a whole lot of ladies. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, like... I like, like with that, the that they current, added that. Yeah, with the, the current Jackson. movies, they added female characters. So it wouldn't be so, like... Because well, a lot of these like great writers, you know, people. Oh, I love Tolkien, and people still love H.P. Lovecraft. But it's like, whoa, yeah, he had some personal feelings and some. I was reading Wikipedia, and they were like, well, there's some interview right before he died where he said that that was wrong and it was cool. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, they're really trying to rehab that shit. Well, I think he's an amazing writer. I've never read his stuff, but I've known people that I really loved and cared about that just loved reading his shit. And um, yeah, but lots of people like nationalists or things like that. No, when it's, but when it's fed to them on toast in a fancy package, I don't like, think oh, it was. This, this is great. Putting it in I mean, his sci-fi. How many, how many fucking people love Game of Thrones and were so mad that fucking oh, the you don't bring up that loses. <laughs> I mean, everyone was losing. I'm their just mad because mind. that episode was not good. The pretty white lady should have won. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I I've been in very few. That didn't bother games. me. A bunch of other shit bothered me about that, but not that. <laughs> I got that. Everyone was so mad about that. It is weird. If you look well, it up on everyone. IMDb, it's all... Like, anarchists were like, hold up. What is this fucking lady's issue? <laughs> what? Why is she the hero? What's going on with this fucking show? And then when they, like, finally got around to being like, yeah, duh, she's the bad guy. We're all like, yes, vindication. Well, <laughs> I liked when she was the good person for a while. When she, like, freed the slaves and shit. She was doing good for 
if you watch two episodes I mean, and that's all like, you see, she's brilliant. Yeah, at first you're like, okay. Because it's representation for but women and like, it's great. Hold on, though. Yeah. <laughs> Wait but a she minute. only frees the slave for her own purposes. Like, but not if you just take only two episodes and right. like, don't watch. Oh, he left. He's out of here. I I wish she would have won, damn it. <laughs> I had no idea you were going to talk shit about GOT. <laughs> I love I love the way it ended. It ended right. Yeah, I had it was a, perfect. I had a neighbor once, and the, the guy that you know. Sometimes if I was on the back patio, he'd be on the back patio, so I'd have to talk to him. And he was talking about those books, and he was like, "Yeah, that scene where he crushes his eyes. He's like crushes his skull in the book, and it's way more gory." And I was like, "Your problem with the Game of Thrones is that it's not gory enough <laughs> as the book." I was like, "Whoa, whoa." I live next to you, and I'm keeping my eye on you. <laughs> yeah. Door locked. <laughs> yeah. Locking my doors at night. Wood. So we haven't seen Sean yet. Have we seen the fairy Sean yet? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we haven't even got to these people. It was like the religions. is like... I forget what he said about these people, but it's like... They're too busy, like, arguing about religions. That they fail. We just got time for war. And that's all <laughs> we the, just got time for war. That's all the director. It's so funny. He's, <laughs> like, asking the religious leaders if they should, like, kill the prisoners. Ooh. Who's that? And they have to do this, like, four-day song and dance. And it's, like, six hours later. They're like, oh, my God, it's still going. I like their butt-walking-away thing that they did there. That was cute. It's like they can't just take action. (laughs) They have to do this bullshit for six hours. Whoa. And he was saying that, it's like, as a children, or as a kid, he's like, this is how he saw religion. I mean, like how we saw religious leaders in religion. It's not all that wrong, though, right? Yeah. Where'd it's you a, go? You're back. You didn't like that we were dissing Game of you Thrones. Know, what a, now? It's a wireless mic. You can take it with you. <laughs> you should have taken it with you. I did that joke already. But. <laughs> yeah, there's some special episodes if you find them where Dom's peeing in them. It's, uh, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Well, we used to have lavalier mics, but they pick up too much sound. Ah, yes. All the they itches did. and scratches. Uh, see, Norman, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> Which we need to redo. Yeah. Five hours. <laughs> Time's up, Buzzcock song. Time's not up. Time's not up. It's about time. And what is plan A? Oh, okay. Okay, babe, they ain't gonna talk. Okay, babe. Uh, Whoa, weren't they inside there? Mm-hmm. There's those Ian Miller like drawings he was, he again. He was all stoked about it. He's These things that. are amazing. Though. Watch. I love this character. Well, it's funny. He was saying that, like, the wife is cool and like how can that be and like there's some like dictators that have like you know partners that like are cool 
Well, they're, they're still just with him kept hidden. Dictators. I know, but does she know how awful he is? Maybe not. Oh. Yes. Then that would make them a collaborator. <laughs> yeah, but like, you're starting a war. And you're doing all this shit, and like, you're complaining about death on your shores? Like, ha <laughs> ha. Oh, mutant chart says. That guy to the right looks like toast. So you know about Toast? Frank Frazetta, right? Ashes. Oh, the shape of his head. <laughs> what? Frank Frazetta. It's like he did fire and ice with him, and Bakashi was friends with him, and very grateful to be friends with him. He was a um, comic book artist, but is like most of the the Conan books or the the image of Conan that you're used to seeing is the Frank Frazetta. Frenz- oh, really? Frenzetta, uh, Artwork and like animators fucking loved him, and so he was saying in the commentary, it's about a different movie, but in Fire and Ice, he brought him in and he said that um, animators were so starstruck and nervous that they couldn't draw. Oh. He was like, it was an actual really big problem, <laughs> and he said that Frank Frazetta was like no help. He was like, I'll show him how to draw. <laughs> Get out of the way! What are you doing? Funny. He's a total dick about it. I kind of get that, like, I, uh... But it's like anything in the 70s or 80s that was on the side of a van. Oh, yeah. Was Frank Frazetta. Really? That kind of, if you picture that, that artwork. Mm-hmm. If you get a chance, look up some Frank, maybe before our, uh, our wrap-up. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll You can be that. potent with some Frank... It's what you're thinking in your mind's yeah. eye, I'm sure. <laughs> but what were you going to say? I oh, well, I was, uh, I was training someone... Well, I have a newer employee on my on training. My staff. You just read emails. <laughs> well, I learned this today. <laughs> teaches them how to read emails. I teach them how to read emails. <laughs> anyway, we no, were going. You do through, more than that, I know. We were going through some stuff. This is cool. The gal was just like, couldn't do anything, and I was. She was like apologizing and just kept hitting the wrong <laughs> thing. Yeah. And then I was finally like, it's okay. I understand you. It's not working because I'm watching. I'm sure this goes really, really well every time I'm not. She's like, it does. I don't know what's happening. I'm just so nervous. Oh. Horse has a testicle-shaped body. What is that? That's a rat. I think Sean will be coming soon. He's not in the movie very long, but it's... Uh, it's voiced, it's voiced by a famous voice actor and actor. Oh, that's the cover of the laser disc right there as I came on the horse like that piece. They had a ball. But my final question to you will be, who voices Sean? So listen when you see him. You people at home, too, you probably already know. Yeah. Whoa! Or in your car. Or while you're working out. These two were pumping iron we were to pumping get ready iron. for this podcast. We were doing max lifts. We do a lot of vocal exercises and breathing exercises, and they lift weights Yep. while we eat ravioli. <laughs> high five. <laughs> that was us high fiving. All right. Yeah, you don't get Peter Falk? No, I totally get Peter okay. Falk. It's just funny to Wait, like... Wait, so they're not wearing a bra. Are they just boobs out exposed for PG? Yeah, of course. But, but no uh, nipples. He doesn't yeah, no nipples. nipples. Yeah, except for that blue fairy earlier that was like, no bra, no nothing, just nipples out. It was like a blue mm. fairy with pink nipples. 
Well, the elves have to have pants. No, the horse's body is a gigantic testicle. The music at this part sounds so very fucking... It's great. Uh, water show in Enchanted Forest. Oh, yeah. That's reasonable for you folks in Ohio. <laughs> Always remember the sound oh, of the grapes. Listen. They kissed. <laughs> Who kissed? When one one little fairy ran into the other fairy and kissed. Oh. And it gave a little boop. Hmm. Okay. I think that's Sean. I'm sorry, I'm eating a lot of candy. There was a bowl of Valentine's Day candy left out when I got here. It's almost empty. Sean, Sean is Irish for old. Mm. Is it? Mm-hmm. Victory's history corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's the voice? Uh-huh. He's supposed to have womp rats back home in my T16. They're not much bigger than three meters. Mark Hamill. Really? You failed me for the third time. Ding, ding, ding. Three times. Hey. That's a perfect record. Uh, 100%. It was voiced after initial filming of Star Wars. Um, Wizards opened right before Star Wars. <laughs> Uh-oh. I think we're missing peace. I'm a buff little wee-hawk. <laughs> we'll eat alone unless we sit with fools. Hey, what's that? I like how wee-hawking is just always ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, bye. Yeah, no more hammer for you. Oh, so the first rotoscoping that Bakshi did was on this film. And then he later did it in Lord of the Rings. That's got a cool door hinge to uh, it. Look at that. We had mentioned Cool World earlier. saying um, Ralph is anti-merchandising. And on Cool World, they wanted to put Nike shoes on one of the characters. And he said, I'm ready to quit for other reasons. But if you do this, I will walk. <laughs> It's funny, because it was like, Cool World, I saw in the theater, with, with the guy I worked with, Jeff, uh-huh. and like, it got really bad reviews, because that... Because it wasn't good. Well, it was, there were problems, and he didn't go into them on this commentary, maybe it's on the Cool World commentary, <laughs> but... It also mostly looks like it's supposed to be a porn. <laughs> Another Bakshi quote, it says, Technology will kill magic. Black Wolf found that in the ruins of civilization. Uh, oh, found, found that in the ruins of civilization. The technology. I said this entire film is a gigantic D&D jack-off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kitty. Oh, in the end, the newsreels, you can see uh, the Germans attacking Poland, but we haven't gotten to that yet. 
Where is Weehawken right now? He fell down into the chasm. He's in. He's in a like sacred mist. Of, yeah, something like of that. Of Ifanagan. <laughs> the sacred mist of Elsinore. You must fight so you can see. I guess some of that's meant to be there, but it's like this Smoke. print looks so good. No, you, I you haven't noticed it yet, where you can oh, see like thumbprints and just some stuff. Some mm -mm. Imperfections. The director was saying that he hadn't really seen it since it came out. He was watching it here, and he was, like, happy that he was still pleased with it. <laughs> and I was curious if maybe that's more for, like, animators, because when you make this, it's like to have to, like, do a, a gazillion drawings. You probably aren't going to watch it again right away. Whoa. Yeah. He's but drunk. He was still proud of it. This has always kind of been a very, a little bit of an underground film. Where it did really well, or it did well when it came out. He said it did, it did fine. And he was even like, Star Wars did fine, and, and we did fine. <laughs> but when he was talking about Mark Hamill, he was like, yeah, he also did a, a little movie called Star Wars. Just a little one. Yeah, just, just a little one. It's not how, we always inter or how I always introduce him. Oh, Corvette we have, Summer. Yeah, we, oh, we're, we're going to do Corvette Summer. We have done Star Wars. We did the Star Wars Christmas special. And we're going to do Empire because it was filmed in 79. Isn't this um, Lilliput, the Lilliputians or whatever? Gulliver? Gulliver's Travels? Oh, yeah. Is there an Yeah. Is that a TV show? I'm sure it was a travel. Show, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was a, a it was a mini series. Uh, it ha it starred uh, the Three's Company guy, John Ritter. Yeah. Oh, Did he yeah. come on knock on your door? Hey, come on knock on my door. We rule. We rule. Fucking yeah, we do. Not what? against these rockin' titties. What's that rockin' titties? Yeah. <laughs> She's emoting. <laughs> Whoa, that was Homer. <laughs> Pussy <Wow>. power. <laughs> yeah, this pussy is dangerous. Oh man, that 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 fairy looks like many meth users I've known over the years. Wait, what about the meth users that you know? To all the meth users you've loved before. What about them? I was just saying that, that not that fairy lady, but the one who's like, kill her, ruin her. She looked like the meth oh, users. Oh, like a, mini, a million of them. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, you want me to work with you now? No. Yeah, but have those people like. Yeah, you released me and we all ran away. Like, release me, butthole. <laughs> is that a mohawk? Yeah, her. Oh, that that is definitely a fairy Karen. <laughs> Tell them <not laughs> to do what? Fairy Karen. Fairy Karen. <laughs> uh oh. It's just a. I'm tired. Oh, 
He's like the nice soldier. <laughs> I know this? he's a fucking employee of the week over there. Uh, you can kill me now, I'm sure. I How many fairies do you think Avatar's feet can cover? Oh, like two dozen. Two dozen. Man. And that's one foot. <laughs> That's a good question. Giant fucking feet. Elena. 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 Super New York sounding. (laughs) I like that they live. They live in Scorch. Something about it. That they're here to chew chew bubblegum and kick ass, and they're all out of kicking ass. Yeah, so all we got is goddamn bubble gum. Pounds and pounds of it. <laughs> it was like, these two are brothers? <laughs> I know. They look so much alike. <laughs> That's the tiniest arrow. He's just got hit by a fucking drink arrow or something like that. Right. Smack! Smack! <laughs> Do you think the name Elena came from a drunk New Yorker trying to say Eleanor? <laughs> Maybe. When we interview the director, we will ask. <laughs> Eleanor. Elena. I'm right here. Just say that I did not break my word. I mean, it's a tiny arrow. I came out of your crotch. <laughs> Yellow well, I like the face. guy in the background. Jesus. I know, it's another he's D&D so character cool. I would love. Okay, Hoover Goblin. Bye. Did you say Hebrew Goblin? Goblin? Hoover. Oh. <laughs> yes, it's the Hebrew Goblin. Hoover. Because <laughs> his mouth was like a vacuum. Because he sucks. That's not how you do it. Jesus. Go out the other way. I don't think you could push it out the other way. It was like in his shoulder. You have to push it all the way through his body. Well, you, I'm fine. You don't pull it out that way. Poncho party. Yeah. I'm not yeah, cold anymore. That's going to be good enough. <laughs> could, could you I mean, do I guess boots? maybe it's magic. Yeah, it's, it's magical. Oh, I gave you some copper rings around your ankles. That ought to keep you warm. She already had those. It was part of her shtick. It was cool. So is the war over? Did they win? Like, what? No, he hasn't shot him yet. You said you had seen this. It's brewing very hardcore. Had you not seen this? No, I have seen this. What I'm asking you. You're like, wait a minute. I was thinking of fire and ice. I was watching this the whole time, and I was waiting for this one line, and then it, I was like, wait, that's from Fire and Ice. Because <laughs> he's like, I want peace, and the guy's like, I spit on your peace. The similar themes running through a lot of Maggie's <laughs> movies. <laughs> Snow Queen! She is Snow Queen. In 2062, when we get to the 80s, we can podcast Fire and Ice. <laughs> 2062. Yeah. We should be up to will 80, 83 by be now. Be able to live that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will be able to live. I mean, I will be. I don't know about you two. 
I don't even. I can't even think of how old I'll be. I guess I'll be ninety something. Forty years. Yeah. Yep. Hey everybody! Fire and ice, D and D. Roll, roll the dice. Episode of decade under. Uh, I will have another peach cobbler. Yes, you don't have to keep asking. <laughs> <laughs> I will not turn down the Megadeth. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I can always, barely hear it. I always like the running <laughs> the running gag of that, like, we'll become very peaceful people by the time I'm nine. I'm, it's not going to happen. We're going to be dead in 120. We'll, we'll live inside an oven before that. But that, like, I'll be in an old folks' home, and they won't understand the harsh music of Megadeth that we're listening to. <laughs> we'll just be like, uh, Mr. Nigro, please turn that down. Fuck no, I'm trying to mosh. <laughs> You're gonna pop your hip again. Hail Satan! <laughs> well, just put it back in. That's what you're here for, goddammit. Because I would get in trouble at school and my mom would make me volunteer at the convalescent center and it'd be like, dun, 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 dun. he's too old to cut the mustard. And it's really bad music that you would never hear on the radio, even though it was playing on the radio in the convalescent center, but it was a station I had never found. Now you don't hear it at all because no. all those people be dead. But yeah. they all popped up. I saw this stuff in Portland. It was on Sunny 910. Yes! I had heard that. I remember in the 90s. Sometimes you'd be driving, like maybe through the Dalles or something, and no station would work, but you could maybe get that. <laughs> we were on the road, and I think I've said this before, and like there were no stations except religious stations. It was funny. It was like, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. <laughs> Three Hail Marys. Uh, it surprises me that that would bother you, though, because every time we get in the car and you start going through channels, it's always like, oh, it's Polka. Oh, it's the Christian Channel. <laughs> I love the Christian Channel Polka. The Polka Christian the Channel Polka is the Christian best. Channel. Yep. Look at these hard-bodied fucking Who stole the quiche? Up. It could be who stole the Old Testament. Who stole the Old Testament? They're all different D&D characters. Yeah, somebody should have taught Eleanor how to fight. Seriously. I thought Eleanor did know how to fight. With her, her Yoni power. Yeah, Yoni power. She has not been able to fight once. She's always getting captured. It's annoying. Whoa! But that, he she, jumped off a cliff to She powered that demon. Dude, it's Gimli. It's just awesome that that's the that guy from. Uh, he was so into comics, and this is just a comic book come alive. Is what now? That guy who works for him is from fucking Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Or you know, the people who made Beyond Thunderdome were influenced. You stole yeah. that character out of Wizards. Totally did. Look at him. All of them. He's looking down his sword like a gun. Yeah, away. No, and he uses that to kill, and that's it's interesting. Spoiler. This is a spoiler, but I said we were already in the spoiler zone. Yeah, you will. We live in the spoiler zone. zone. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> He was like, yeah, it kills him with a gun. Part, I have things to say about. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can say that. 
I can't I, say that now. I have things to say. No, I know. You can hold it, but I just I, just, I gave a little sneak peek. Mm. Whoa! Because, whoa! Um, That's a bit of an overreaction. He was right? saying, you know, <laughs> negative things about technology in the beginning, but he's also saying that you, mm-hmm. you, you can use technology. He kills him with a gun. Good use of technologies is good. Like I said, he says three or four times in the commentary that you have to keep keeping an eye on fascists because they're always ready to come back. Like a messiah. (laughs) So if he wants to punch me in the face, he gets to punch me in the face. Wait, is she a child? I mean, like this no, no, but it's like man child, you know, man child, machine, woman child, and there's like this like face. It's like I want to say something, but my mouth is in sand. <laughs> oh, Everton! Well, well, that guy was like, I'm peeking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all! I have no idea what's going on. You know, from this angle, the side boob becomes more full boob. <laughs> That's why he was like one eye closed. <laughs> Look at Sideboob with one eye open. <laughs> Clutching those pillows tight. What happened? Uh, I know, once again. She was hollering again. It's like, oh, God. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah, back to fucking hell. Fuck yeah. That was cool. Running around the fucking world like a goddamn messiah. Curing all the sickness. Beat the demon. Yeah. And. Yeah, constant. Allowed Black Wolf his chance. Yeah, so What's that? It's basically your fault. No. You don't do nothing. I thought she, no, I think he was saying that she did a good thing. No, she didn't do a good thing. That was the whole point. I thought it took his mind off the battle so he can, like, he's in constant conflict, but now he's ready to help them. I got it right. I got the message. You didn't correct. get shit. I did. Rotoscoping. No. Yes. <laughs> no, not at all. Jump. It's funny because, um... Oh! Okay. Oh, they taught her sword throwing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she would learn more. You didn't expect this fascist rise so fast. Um, I was saying, when I showed Mariah the animation Lord of the Rings, she was so, you know, used to the movies, the Peter Jackson movies. That when I was like, you're going to love this. And, like, the, bal- the Balrog in um, the Peter Jackson is, like, this huge thing. Yeah. I think in the book too, but it's just rotoscoped over a guy, and she was laughing so hard. It's just, like, <laughs> this, it's just a dude. It's it's not very menacing at all. It's like a little guy in a little pup rubber puppet suit. You know? <laughs> it's just funny. Still a great movie. I but, was <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, after we watched those Jesse. Uh, was like, did you ever see the movie that Peter Jackson made that came out right before The Lord of the Rings? And I was like, no, what was that? He's like, 
Bad Taste? Have you seen Bad Taste? That's not right before. Isn't it right before? No, Dead Alive was after, and then Meet the Feebles was after that, which I saw at um, whatever the theater is. Oh, uh, um, I was going to say Century 21, but it's uh, Cinema 21. Oh. And I think Bad Taste was the first one, but it was way before. Oh. It was just funny to think oh, that, Jesse. that they gave him... Uh, that they gave Peter Jackson like a jillion dollars to make that Lord of the Rings shit after some kind of wonky movies. They didn't even know. Dead Alive is like way after Bad Taste. It's really oh, well, good. I, I, probably, I kick ass for I'm the Lord. saying it wrong. No. Yeah, Jesse's favorite... probably listening to this being like, what? No! I don't no. think you're saying it wrong, and it's another nail in the coffin for someone who claims DS9 is his favorite Star Trek series. Of course! You don't even know the, the Jackson shit right. Just, you know, keep coming back. Works if you work it. And work it, you're worth it. Fucking DS9. My Star Trek podcast is finally done with DS9. They were going to start Voyager on my birthday, but they moved it back another week. Assholes. I know. They're starting it on the 10th. It was supposed to be my birthday present. I waited patiently through all the DS9 episodes, which there are some really good ones. I I like DS9. I found 10 DS9 episodes that I would give 10 out of 170. So you're, you're doing great, DS9. I think I said this last podcast, I'm very glad that science fiction doesn't do well with war stories. I'm like, that's fine. Right. And they tried to do this long war arc. I'm just, eh, a little bit. Whatever. DS9's awesome. I guess. I'm, I'm glad that it, it doesn't do well with war stories. Look, he, look, he's in swastika top hat. Yeah, of course. They're selling good... Mo- oh, that guy's still horny. <laughs> That's yeah. all he's been in this movie. Was it the little brown guy? Yeah, who was, like, waiting for, like, the... He's been walking around just following him. She's singing Edervice? I don't know. Again! Oh... He watched all of Voyager. You didn't even watch all of Voyager. Yeah, they did. Not yeah. every episode with you. You were saying you told you told me that you watched a lot of it yourself. That may be true. I mean, true or not, you told me that. Yeah. You might have been on a I mean, it's another possible planet. I haven't seen every episode. Yeah. But I've definitely. <laughs> DS9 watched, is great because like, it's Star all... Trek. I like space shows. But it's even under the animated series for me. Which is really good writing, but not really good other than that. This is good animation. This is like Jesus animation compared to the animation in Star Trek, the animated series. I mean, this animation animation is really good, but it's not... He was talking about how he liked Finding Nemo. Because then that was one of the ways I was able to figure out when the commentary was done for this movie. Because he was saying Nemo had just come out. And then he said his age. And I was like, I have it. I now know when the commentary was voiced for this. Because lots of time they don't say, this music's kicking. And so is Weehawken. Yeah, Weehawken's not fucking around. Named after C, Wait, New Jersey. As soon as my hair grows out, that oh, will be a Weehawk haircut. Weehawken. You and Wow. 
You didn't do anything. You just made flowers and people were laughing at you and then Oh my god, what have I done? Ian Miller drawings he's saying a lot of time it's the same drawing. They're just like they keep using it. What are they? Just different close ups of the same drawings. It's not Wee Hawkin, it is Wee Hawk. Yeah, but based off of that, I think. <laughs> they took off the EN. <laughs> That's so cool. almost looked like hands holding it. Oh. From above. What's up is that? Oh, it's a horn. Those ships are kicking. Yes. Devil dudes. They look more like Andorians. Yeah. It's here for Andorians. I saw a second of an Andorian on the new Discovery. I did not finish, but I watched a little bit of it. Mm. <laughs> We're watching it today, and I was making fun of how I kind of don't like it. What? <laughs> I like it, but they're just trying to find this, like, vibranium or whatever it was called. I was like, I don't... It just goes back to, like, I I like episodic over story arcs. Unobtainium? Yeah. It's just difference of opinion. I like oh, episodes. Yeah. You go to figure out a thing and fight racism. What movie is that from? Oh, I think that might be the Russian movie. Oh, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't get, like, saying it right. No, keep trying, though. Give us three three efforts at it. Surge. Surge Eisenstein. A Russian film. <laughs> Surge. But he was into it. What was that? What was that but Russian? coming up is that also you'll see the Germans attacking Poland. Hmm. And you can see that pretty well. The music oh, kind of lost its way in this part. I don't think so. It's oh, good. Oh, it gets insane and it's just a lot of like kind of like proggy kind of stuff and keyboards Alan Holdsworth kind of shit and, and these goblins are fucking ripped every one of them six and eight packs <laughs> they're ripped but not that one guy wasn't as ripped it was like looked a little bit like Shaggy if Shaggy were more ripped <laughs> except for he had like a 12 pack yeah well yeah Shaggy if Shaggy had a 12 pack I don't do any other exercise. Ooh, that elf at the end had really good hair. I liked it. Now we gotta watch this Russian film. Sir, I'm not trying it again. <laughs> Serge Isotope? Keep your head up. Yeah, Serge Isotope. Isotope Soap. It's a punk song. Off the comp, Let Them Eat Jelly Beans. Let them eat jelly beans. Whoa, watch out, watch out. Those guys are crawling. They've been crawling. Isotope Soap. Do, 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 do. That's a cool effect. Rotoscoping. Say it again. Rotoscoping. Rotoscoping. Well, Larry, because, uh, yeah, we were both at, at my work last night for a second because borrowing a bike from another employee. And uh, Larry was like, oh, yeah, rotoscoping was founded by uh, the guy that did heavy metal. I was like, no. No. And I was like, Bakashi was doing it way before, and he got it off Max Fleischer. But I was like, I'll bet you $100. I was like, please, please take the bet. <laughs> <laughs> take the bet. 
And I was like, okay, you're this guy that like remembers seeing it in the theater and, and getting high and smoking weed and drinking a lot of beer is yeah, going to take the word over someone who is like just doing research for a podcast four hours before he came <laughs> to work, where it's talking specifically about the use of rotoscoping. Please take the bed. <laughs> he did mention when he had a child that he would sneak beer under the diaper bag. That was funny, yeah. yeah. So Classic he said, good dad he, shit. He, yeah, he said that after yeah. the bet was made. <laughs> there were a couple times at, at grocery stores where the prices just suddenly jumped at these, these, like, it wasn't Whole Foods back then, it was Nature's, and then it was Wild Oats. And I'm walking around with this stroller, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. I should just throw a bunch of groceries under this stroller <laughs> and not pay and, like, have more money to feed my child. Yeah, duh. Yeah, and, and I did. And I talked to a few parents who didn't. It's just a time in your life when you can do it. Yeah, and you totally. also realize that, like, traffic loves to treat you as something they don't want to kill. <laughs> when you have a kid, it's just like, oh, oh, I will stop for you. Oh, my God. I didn't realize. And once, once my son got to a certain age, I don't give a fuck about y'all. We're going to murder you. <laughs> but you have a little baby, and they're like, oh, no, never. So th- these were the salad days. Hey, remember when yeah, we ran over food. that family on our way to Six Flags? We ran over a family on our way to Six Flags? Yeah, they weren't in the stroller I don't remember running over a family. You were driving. I, I forgot them immediately, because who gives a shit about them? They didn't have a baby. Side note, I really wanted to be high on the roller coasters, so I got high before that drive. I know you're just finding out about this now. Well, yeah, and you're telling on the podcast? <laughs> Your mom's listening. Good. You're in trouble. It's okay. It was the first time driving on the highway. Yeah, but you had like and I was Jay very and scared. us, and then, and then oh I finally God. got into the six-flag parking in lot. The... Yeah, I finally got into the six-flag <laughs> oh, parking lot. Oh, good God! Okay, separate separate lectures after podcast. <laughs> I just thought you were nervous driving, so maybe it helped. You'd be a little less nervous. I don't know. We got there and back. We did. Right, so here's your here's your uh, what pole and defensive. Oh, is this it? I was like, yeah, you, you'll, you'll probably recognize it when you see it. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is it. Blitzkrieg, Blitzkrieg? Isn't that a Metallica song? I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where it comes from, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, quit watching the movie. This is propaganda. This is what propaganda does to the masses. It scares people to death into doing dot, 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 or not doing anything. And then in the commentary says, even now, I'm still not a total pacifist. <laughs> oh, and he's anti-merchandising. He said he made one Avatar doll for his kid. <laughs> he's like, now that's merchandising. This isn't going well. This song is legit right here. That was like color, even. Yeah, Jesus. a lot of these are... Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what he was saying in the commentary. Someone was like, why'd you use that? And he's like, well, you know, they took those films. <laughs> like, they filmed themselves invading and shit. And it's like... Mm-hmm. We just used it. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah, God. <laughs> yeah, look at my pert butt. You'll never be able oh, to Oh, I couldn't him. focus on anything but the huge-ass feet. 
It's funny. I bet Eddie couldn't have seen this back in the day. <laughs> we had another guest on the podcast, someone I worked with, Eddie, and he used to draw um, little little shoes on all the boxes that showed feet because he had like an issue with seeing feet, and he worked through it. That's I love cool. that story. That was so fucking funny. It's funny, and like some of those little feet drawn on, like stayed on the boxes for a long time. <laughs> Even now in the video store, you can still see some things that I had drawn on a video box, and or little comments I had made. You still see them, especially the Star Trek stuff on the blooper reel. You can hear this whole thing that I wrote, or you can see it. You can't hear it. You can hear it if you say it out loud. Write a poem about it. Seriously, this slam poetry. Yeah. Fathers and sons dying, blood on blood flowing. <laughs> Pretty good. Nice uni suit, by the way. You couldn't? It's like that Sense 8 stuff. If you look at the guy, then suddenly he's like, don't look him in the eyes. Yeah, I like Sense 8. I just, I finished it, yeah. Good work, Sense8. Convinced too fast. What? Convinced too fast. Weehawk to Eleanor's I was possessed. So good. And Sense8, I think it's like an 8.8 .8 on IMDb, which means it gets a 9.8 because you have to give it at least a bump up for all oh, like yeah. the haters who don't like trans representation or queer yeah. representation. So At least a point for that show. At least, so that's great. Like, gay, trans... Hive mind orgies. Yeah. And touching all the characters. Oh, I was about to do some big spoilers, but I won't. For I won't spoil Sensate. I know it came out like seven years ago still. Yeah, but I mean... I just saw it. I wouldn't want to be spoiled. That was the first time you saw it? Yeah. Liar, I thought you said you watched no, it before. I haven't. I haven't. Whoa! Uh-oh! Did you see that coming? But he's anti-technology, but he's using technology. I did and, not see that coming. And he didn't see time. it coming, yeah. Yeah, I like using it. his own magic against him. Also, don't build your fucking castle out of your own hey. hubris or magic or whatever, because like, if you die, it just collapses, which maybe that's what you want, but like, that seems like you'll have... Don't He has a wife... My or, mind says, don't have any more of these heart candies, but my heart says, have more of these heart candies. <laughs> Even at fucking 50, almost 51, I still, like, skate the edge of getting a tummy ache from eating too much sleep. <laughs> Should I have Do one you, more? Oh, hold on, hold on. Pause that. Do you actually skate the edge of getting a tummy ache? Yeah. Because I don't believe that. I believe you go straight to tummy ache town. I haven't had really bad sugar tummy aches in a long while. It used to be something where it's like... Just the worst feeling in the world, sitting on the toilet for like yeah. half an hour, feeling like the worst pain ever until you shit, and then it's like the greatest thing. <laughs> it's like a fucking orgasm day. when it finally comes out. What? You had one the other day. We didn't go to tennis because you said, tell me a... It wasn't that bad, though. No. That's just shitting at 50. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying you have to wait. It's like some waiting game sometimes, but it's been flowing good lately, actually. There Thank you all for keeping rejoicing. it up. Yeah, some rejoicing. Hey. They're about to make out. Yeah, I'll kiss you in your goddamn mouth. <laughs> hey, again. Yeah. I like his hair. They should burn that video. Rambo. 
They should just oh, that burn looks really that cool. video. <laughs> I want. Be free. Oh, he's still fucking Lucky Charms. Avatar. No, I don't think no, so. He's wearing green the whole time. Seriously. What, what color did you think he was wearing? Super it a Irish. Darker. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Hey. No. What? Yeah, exactly. She's like a child or something. Yes. He's got a thousand more years in yeah. him. I mean, like it would be hard to be in that position because who could you marry if you're 10,000 years old? Well, another Highlander, but there eventually can be yeah, only one. Yeah, like another wizard or something. Yeah, but he just <laughs> killed the only one, and it was his brother. Was he going to marry his brother? There's another wizard. Well, when when you watch titties. Wizards like, too. jerk off. Fine. I'm going to go jerk <laughs> off. That's me running away to jerk off. Let's make it out of here. Sure you do. Hey, boom! I definitely need to see the Hitler credit. <laughs> well, you'll just you'll see it on IMDb. I don't think you'll see oh, it okay. here. Oh, they don't. They didn't get... No <laughs> special thanks to Hitler. <laughs> I, I, I do not think so. There's Ian Miller. <laughs> Can you remind us and the guests who is Ian Miller again? The guy flew in from England, another like animator, oh, but he did yeah, the yeah. castle stuff, the real yeah. intricate work that they used. Hello, I'm Ian Manon. I'm a final checker. My name is Mary J. Adams. Oof. And no, man, the final checkers is all female. Do you want to take this candy away from me? Oh, but I have to have these chocolate-colored strawberries. Fuck yeah, you chocolate do. Chocolate-colored. Chocolate-colored. They're chocolate-colored strawberries. <laughs> Handmade. They're good too. It hasn't gotten hard yet though. All look and it's just all not there. The look. negative cutter is Jack Hooper. Okay, get ready for my important commentary as I eat this now. Yeah. Oh, so what we really need to pay attention to, and what's really of the utmost importance right now is that we'll see you in the wrap up. I think we're done. What about Pee Whittle? You know what's nice about the, fo the fondue out. chocolate though? It doesn't pop off when you bite it. Oh, that is true. Peter Popoff. That was a faith healer I used to watch as a kid. Peter Popoff. All right, folks, we're going to catch you in the wrap-up. Ernest up. Angley. Uh, please. Uh, See, 1976. But IMDb says 77. Yeah. Suck it, I'm Deba. Anyway, we'll see you over there. I'm Deba.